today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Yeah, it's really kind of a great um, uh, way to introduce and, and probably the way it happens all the time. But Scott Sanborn and I met um, as we were discussing potentially a strategic partnership under our uh, banking as a service uh, model. And um, I think uh, when those meetings take place, when we do that normally, we've already developed a fairly good understanding of the potential partner and a deep level of respect. So we understood Lending Club from a distance. I think the same would be said for Scott. And you know, the conversation just kind of exploded uh, when we started to think about the opportunities associated with maybe these two companies being more than just partners. Um, and I think that's where the the kind of the early parts of the business model became really enticing. And then over time, obviously the cultural connection that we would have with um, both the executives on um, uh, either side and the way we approach business was really exciting and kind of, um, kind of set the tone for this could be really something transformative. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Zach Miller. Last week, Lending Club announced that it would be acquiring Radius Bank. It was exciting news as a large influential fintech player purchased a bank to round out its own balance sheet and provide banking functionality its own customers were asking for. I'm excited because we have Steve Alaka, president of Lending Club, and Mike Butler, CEO and president of Radius Bank, on the show today for an exclusive talk about the reasoning behind the merger and how the combined entity is positioned to grow. We talk about the vision of becoming a marketplace bank at scale, as well as the role of Radius's banking as a service offering. We talk about what each party brings to the table and the rebundling of financial services. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to introduce you to Outlier, Tearsheet's leading membership program. It's designed for top fintech and financial service professionals to stay on top daily of the biggest trends, the top companies, and the leaders of this next generation of finance. Get industry briefings by experts like the ones we just hosted on best practices in PR and customer acquisition. Find out more at tearsheet.co slash outlier. Hi, Zach. I'm Steve Alaka, a president of Lending Club, and I've been in financial services, starting in traditional banking and then morphing my way over to fintech uh, over the past 25 years. And we have Mike Butler, CEO and president of Radius Bank. Mike, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Well, you just did a nice job of it there. So <laughs> that's who I am. And uh, I'm also kind of a lifetime banker. I spent uh, only had two jobs in my life, Zach. That's an unusual wow. thing for most people to say. But, well, no, two companies I work for, lots of jobs. But I spent mm -hmm. most of my career with Key Corp. Um, and then since 2008, working with Radius Bank here and transforming it into a, you know, uh, this uh, virtual and digital bank that we have today. So I heard there's some news that went on between these two institutions. Uh, Steve, would you like to tell us um, what's going on? Sure. Well, so Lending Club uh, last week announced the acquisition of Radius Bank, um, which is the first U.S. fintech to acquire a bank. Um, and it's really the leading personal, leading digitally native personal loan company in the United States, combining with the leading online bank in the United States. So it's an exciting transaction that we think is going to bring tremendous value to our, our clients and our members. And I'm curious to know, like, what led up to the merger. Mike, do you want to talk us through, like, when, when did you first meet Lending Club? Like, what was what was kind of the story happening in the background? Yeah, it's really kind of a great um, uh, way to introduce and, and probably the way it happens all the time. But Scott Sanborn and I met um, as we were discussing potentially a strategic partnership under our uh, banking as a service 
uh, model. And um, I think uh, when those meetings take place, when we do that normally, we've already developed a fairly good understanding of the potential partner and a deep level of respect. So we understood Lending Club from a distance. I think the same would be said for Scott. And you know, the conversation just kind of exploded uh, when we started to think about the opportunities associated with maybe these two companies being more than just partners. Um, and I think that's where the the kind of the early parts of the business model became really enticing. And then over time, obviously the cultural connection that we would have with um, both the executives on um, uh, either side and the way we approach business was really exciting and kind of um, kind of set the tone for this could be really something transformative. Um, and just to go back to something you, you said, Mike, um, it was under the pretense of the banking as a service. Would that be providing um, a radius account to lending club um, members? Yeah, that's the way it started. Um, lending okay. club was looking at some other um, partners and decided to take a look at us as well. And um, again, I think that's where it exploded. I mean, obviously Steve can ex uh, expand, but lending club had been doing a lot of work looking at a, a, you know, a bank charter before that. So it surely wasn't anything new to Scott to have that in his mind. And I think um, then having met us, things kind of went to, to the next level. So Steve, maybe you can address that. Um, curious, you know, obviously when you, when you look at any product, there's the build by partner, you know, decision that you guys have to make. Um, what, what was going on, on on your end? Well, so you know, I, I've been at Lending Club for uh, well over two and a half years now. And, you know, one of the things that attracted me personally to Lending Club was the promise of obtaining a bank charter. To me, it's, it's a, a natural, logical evolution of where Lending Club has been, uh, very quickly growing to become uh, the, the largest personal loan provider in, in, the, in the United States um, and create this big marketplace, but uh, uh, not having access to deposit funding. Um, uh, it just seemed like a natural evolution strategically for all the reasons that uh, have been mentioned earlier um, when we announced last week. But the, the, the biggest reason overall is that our customers were demanding it. So customers are, are by and large coming to Lending Club uh, by the millions, I, you know, 50, more than 50,000 people uh, come to apply to Lending Club every day. And the, the biggest use case is to tackle that high interest, perpetually revolving credit card debt that's crushing so many Americans. And what our customers are telling us is that they're, they're wanting to, uh, they're, they're wanting ongoing support and help from Lending Club, not only finding savings in the form of a lower interest rate and a plan to pay off that, that crushing high interest rate credit card debt, but then accumulating savings and growing that savings over time without being subject to the high fees and the low or non-existent rates that uh, many traditional banks were offering. And our customers are digitally native, so they're, they're wanting us to bring that same digital and mobile experience uh, not only just for a loan that helps them find savings, but also seamlessly uh, to, to translate into their accumulation and, and growth of savings as well. So it was a, just a natural evolution, again, of, of Lending Club's strategy. So Lending Club's in the market thinking, you know, very seriously about a bank charter. What was it about, Steve, this to you, um, about Radius that said, like, this is, this is the perfect partner for us to do that with? 
Yeah, so, so th this is one where, you know, we, we started on uh, a parallel path looking at both a de novo process and mm -hmm. looking at uh, acquisition or, or, or merger. Um, and th there aren't many banks out there that check all the boxes uh, that we were looking for on that merger acquisition path. Uh, you know, when you think about it, Radius is really one of only 13 digitally native banks with a national footprint, without a legacy mm -hmm. branch infrastructure, with a culture of innovation, um, and, and one that would be a, a natural fit with our uh, online digital uh, culture. Uh, so when you when you start with that, um, and you start with you know Radius just recently being recognized as the best online bank in the U.S., um, it just made all the sense in the world uh, to combine these two organizations rather than rather than go the the de novo path. And, and Mike, so this is this is back to you. we've had a couple of Radius uh, executives on our podcast over over the past couple of years, um, and you guys have sort of you know really kind of brought forth this marketplace bank uh, concept. Um, a lot of people have talked about it. you guys are doing it. Can you describe what that is and 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 how how you run a marketplace bank? Well, from from our perspective, our marketplace bank is maybe slightly different in the way um, uh, Steve would describe his. But mm -hmm. you know, we when when we set out to change our online and mobile platform and um, started to outsource that to a fintech company to get that done. You know, we 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 also decided that we were going to um, allow and and make our site a marketplace for our customers to better their financial health as well. So when you go and you know you come to our site, you can get access to things like you know Lemonade and 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 other great companies that are being added almost you know monthly that allow customers to improve their financial health with the idea that we want. We want customers to think of us in a bigger and broader way than just for a depository product. And so, so now the combined entity, I know in the press release, you know, you guys use this term reimagine banking. This is back to Steve. Like, what does it mean to reimagine banking, you know, in the, in the lending club slash, you know, radius bank tie up? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously, one of the other you know great things what 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 Mike what Mike and I just described is what I what I call two two bringing together two sides of a bank's balance sheet at scale. So with Lending Club really focused on the loan side and Radius really focused on the deposit side, uh, the power of the two together uh, is something that gives us a fairly transformational platform. Now, to me, what allows us to make the most of that platform is really creating a company that's all about helping customers make better financial decisions that result in improved money management and uh, the, the finding, the accumulation, the growth of their savings uh, over time. So we can help, help more customers go from relying on, in many cases, the customers that are coming to Lending Club are relying on very high-priced credit in the form of a credit card as their de facto emergency fund. And what our customers are, are longing to do is to not only find some savings in the form of a lower interest rate and a path out of that high interest rate credit card debt, but accumulate and grow their savings so that they can shift that emergency fund from that high interest rate credit card debt trap to 
a, a savings-based emergency fund, the fundamental building block of financial stability. So because that's a natural extension of the primary use case that Lending Club has with its millions of members today, it really gives us a perfect platform to be able to create a company that is all about supporting and helping customers make smarter decisions about their money. And like Mike said earlier, make decisions that result in not only improved financial stability, but overall improved financial health. Got it. And, and Steve, so does that mean with both sides of the, the balance sheet and, and the combined entity, do you see your positioning in the market competitively changing now? Like who you would look at as your competitor set? Uh, in a sense, sure, uh, sure, because you know we we are we are going to be competing uh, on the on the deposit side. So that's something that we we haven't done before, and we very much look forward to doing. I I personally think we should be angry uh, as Americans that hmm. you know if you go to the the, the top banks. The, the, the top banks are going to pay you anywhere between one and three basis points, each one of the top three banks, anywhere between one and three basis points on a regular savings account, not even the demand deposit, but a savings account today in a world where the federal funds rate still stands at, at, at 175 basis points. So, yeah, I mean, we want to be able to provide better solutions for these millions of customers who are coming to us to try to find savings and then accumulate and grow those savings and take more control over their money. So that, that's, this platform gives us an ability to do that in a way that we didn't before and certainly puts us, uh, uh, puts us more in, in line to have competing offers with uh, uh, certainly on the deposit side institutions that we didn't compete with directly before. I, but I, I view the, the main competition for Lending Club uh, with, the, with the core uh, lending products that we offer today really is the credit card, uh, mm -hmm. the, the credit card issuers and the immersion of the credit card lenders more than than any other particular neo bank or even the even the, the uh, traditional banks. So back over to Mike. Mike, um, can you talk about your banking as a service platform, um, sort of the evolution of that? Sure. So you know, I, I think what what transpired is that as we became more and more skilled at um, working with fintechs from both our technology platform perspective where we've changed the customer experience by using fintech companies to um, also partnering with them on a you know kind of kind of a quasi white label per, or a, also our direct to consumer side mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that that platform that we built I think um, opened our eyes to the opportunities to work more with fintechs in general so the core the core platform that we operate under our direct-to-consumer and our direct-to-business offering, I think makes us uniquely prepared to partner with other fintechs and provide banking as a service. Um, so so it's, it's this um, ability to work with um, fintech technology companies and understand and have this um, acute awareness of the um, experience that is necessary to attract and um, satisfy the, um, the client base today that make us, uh, I think, um, perfectly aligned to work in this banking as a service environment. We have a we've got a long history as it would relate to a very new sector. Um, I mean, we worked with a company called Level Up almost five years ago, mm -hmm. uh, moved on to a company called Gratify who was sold, and I think has since been sold again. Um, and then with multiple other partners that we've now onboarded, including, you know, Brex and NerdWallet and 
Max My Interest and, and other great companies out there. Um, so, so we think it's a big part of, you know, you know, if you took a step back and said, okay, what's happening in this financial service environment, surely what Lending Club and Radius have said is that there's going to be a rebundling of some of these kind of products and services that are out there, which make very strong financial sense. But at the same time, um, there will be several fintechs that continue to go it alone for, for a variety of great strategic and, and business reasons. And we fully expect to be able to serve that that client base with our banking as a service. That makes a lot of sense. I guess, Steve, from, from your perspective, what role does banking as a service play in, in the merger? Well, one of the things we, we, we love about Radius's platform is not only the, the convenient features like check deposit and bill pay and you know, card management, and personal financial management dashboard, but, but it is these open APIs that uh, allow Banking is a, 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 through banking as a service functionality, allow access to our now much larger and growing customer base, uh, access to you know, the, the kinds of solutions that other leading fintechs are providing. So again, because we want to be all about helping customers make smarter decisions about managing and growing their money and becoming more financially stable and more financially healthy over time, when you think about uh, connecting customers with the kind of content that a nerd wallet provides. Um, we, we think that's just another way to be able to provide additional value to members that we're already reaching and are already in, engaging with us on an increasingly frequent basis. And, and I know, obviously, since you were knee deep in, in sort of the that charter discussion or, you know, and, and the build versus buy um, model, um, I guess, how how prepared is the average lending club customer uh, to do banking with 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 lending club? Well, we've done uh, quite a bit of research over the past year on that very question because, like I said, it started with our, our customers actually coming to us asking mm -hmm. for the asking for the service. And I think part of that might just be an outgrowth of where lending club initially started, you know, as a peer to peer lending company uh, known to offer. A, an attractive investment opportunity to, to, to retail investors. So uh, from that from that in, initial uh, series of questions that we had inbounds that we got from our customers, we went and did a bunch of research, and we found was the overwhelming majority of our customers uh, are uh, likely to give us a shot uh, to try banking services. I was we, I and we were actually very surprised at the degree to which our customers were very positive on uh, wanting to uh, uh, wanting to at least consider if not already make a decision that if lending club is going to offer a banking product i'm all in that's awesome and, and mike back to you um you know obviously tying up with with lending club gives you scale and more, and more resources do you do you see this as a, a natural outgrowth of where we are in the industry um that do you, I guess, are we, are we going to see more companies, more, you know, digital banks um, merge with larger entities um, to get that type of scale? Well, you know, um, uh, I, I think so. I mean, how many, I don't know, but if, if you, you know, again, I would go back and, and, and restate my, my theory of the kind of rebundling. Mm -hmm. if, if there's been an unbundling, I think there's going to be an opportunity to rebundle. I think, um, um, several people recognize the value of the deposit gathering um, uh, stream as a path to profitability. Um, and, and I also think that there is a view 
that over time the regulatory agencies are going to be more open to transactions like this, which is still a little bit of a fear for the industry on both sides. Um, and so I think all of those factors coming together, the, the regulatory front, the, the little bit more of a stronger path to profitability and really you know, kind of driven by the fact that the consumer at the end of the day will get a better experience. That's, that's the one thing that you know, Scott and I and Steve have talked about quite a bit. At the end of the day, the real winner of this transaction is going to be the focus on the client and the client having a better experience. So um, if, if that's what people are after, then I think this combination can deliver it. That makes a lot of sense. And Mike, I guess uh, one more question for you. Um, I know the transaction will, will take some time to close and, you know, variety of different scrubbing and regulatory processes. But um, what's, what's Radius's biggest, what's your biggest priority as CEO um, for this year in, in terms of taking the business forward? Oh, I, you know, I, I, I think the fun part about this is, and, and I've said this before to others, this is not a, you know, a traditional bank to bank merger where we're going to be distracted by, you know, changes in location, um, overlapping systems or potential headcount reduction. This is a, this is a one plus one equals three. So I think, I think Scott and I and Steve know that at the end of the day, the best thing that we can do to prepare for the uh, eventual approval of this transaction is to do exactly what we've been doing and do it really, really well. Um, I, I mean, surely there will be some good, um, you know, whiteboarding opportunities for us to think about how we'll do this together. But most of it is doing exactly what we both do really well and then naturally coming together. So, so it's an exciting time for us um, here at Radius for 2020 to, to have, um, I, I guess, more, um, more confidence in where we're going in the future and to, and, to, and to continue doing what we're doing. And Steve, what about on your end? What's, what's Lending Club's you know, biggest focus this year in light of all of these changes? Yeah, I, I think Mike said that perfectly. I mean, I, Lending Club, we're, we're going to focus on our, our core business. Uh, we turned the corner and became uh, profitable at the end of last year and obviously continuing that uh, and becoming uh, even more profitable this year is an important part of becoming ready uh, to, to, to get the necessary approvals. Um, but, but other than focusing on the core business, uh, you know, we're going to continue to strengthen the, the control environment. It's an important part of readiness. And we're also going to partner with, with Mike and team to, to offer that banking as a service uh, lending club branded, branded uh, deposit product that we can get out to our customers. So that's going to be a big priority uh, for us this year, um, which is back to Mike's point and how the conversation initially started. Steve, Mike, I know you guys are both very busy. Thank you so much for spending time with the, on the Tearsheet podcast today. Appreciate it, Zach. Thank you, Zach.